0: Welcome into episode one forty six of the Natural Hat Trick Podcast alongside Jamie Eisner. The Natty Hattie. And Craig. Uh, there is no Craig. 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 No C- Craig Morgan. Craig. We need like remember we had Napkin Jamie for a couple episodes? Yeah. We need Napkin Craig. We need like handkerchief Craig. I do like that we put an empty chair at the podcasting table and Craig's. We should have honor.
1: Put out like a picture of him and just stuck it on the chair. <laughs>
0: we should. Uh, ah, Craig's not here. remember you. Jamie's singing that song for the second consecutive week. <laughs> Leftovers is here. Hi, guys. Hey. Yeah, l-
1: I couldn't... Th- we have three mics built into the studio. Yeah. And I... With Craig not here, I, I couldn't do anything about it. I just commandeered a mic
0: uh, over there. Truth be told, Jamie pushed hard for the... He locked uh, Craig's keys in Craig's car and then... Uh, angled for Chris to be on the... Uh, I'm sorry, Leftovers to be on the uh, the That's podcast. Does right. so yeah. anybody know him by his real so name? So you're
2: just giving away my identity. Great. I yeah. have to go into witness protection
0: now. Here's his address From real who? quick, too.
1: People From usually you. people actively try to avoid From you. You don't have to hide. <laughs> From you.
0: That actually might not be the worst idea. All right, so we're in the second round of the NHL playoffs. I believe we should probably start today's show. We've got some listener questions we'll get to later on in the show, too. Actually, Jamie, why don't you give your spiel about... Uh, iTunes and all that stuff. Oh, yes, I
1: will do that. Uh, If you haven't already, and thank you for those of you who have, uh, on iTunes, please rate and uh, leave a review for us. It really helps us move up the charts in the professional sports and hockey section so new people could find the podcast. So we we do really appreciate you doing that. And it does help. It really does help. Uh, So that is why I am going to shamelessly – uh, Grovel to you right now and ask you to to please if you have a moment to give us a rating and a review, please do that. it does help us a lot and we actually read them too and sometimes you know sometimes people have said nice things about leftovers and i don't understand it you know i don't understand a lot of things in the world um, you know I, i'm not i don 't understand why people enjoy actively enjoy peppermint but you know what i understand that that's the thing that happens out there people enjoy, <laughs> enjoy you hours. say
0: peppermint yeah actively enjoy peppermint yeah i like just like out peppermint actively. flavored items uh, i'm thinking like really animated chewing pleasure. of gum or something all right
1: well, no, there's like gum and toothpaste and whatever like pepper like i don't know like uh, york patties Not i don't think sponsor. this is going to get
0: more people to rate our podcast Not
1: sponsor, but can be <laughs>
0: All right, uh, Mike, I should stop talking you, you, that, right? please do. We're going to have to edit all of this out. Michael writes into the show, two podcasts per week during the playoffs. Get it done. Oh, I mean, ha, 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 Mike, no. No? Wow, okay. That's one vote for no, but I would vote yes. Also, on the ratings, if you give us enough of them, we can bring Craig Morgan back. <laughs> oh, so he's this. not here because we don't get enough ratings? <laughs> he's taking a hard stand. No, he'll be back next week. It was a scheduling conflict because of the NFL draft. Uh, Let's get into the NHL playoffs and let's get into Brad Marchand either being told to not lick players by the league or not being told to lick players by the league, depending who you believe. But there are reports out there. This of course, stemming from the fact that he licked Leo Komarov's face in the series against Toronto. There are reports out there that the league asked the Bruins to ask him to stop doing that, and he tweeted out false.
1: I wonder what... if it is true, I wonder what that conversation was like. I want to be—I want to be the uh, the NSA agent that's listening in on that conversation. Uh, by the way, hello to the NSA agent listening into this podcast right now. If you want to wait and subscribe, yes, and please review rate us. and review. please do that as well. Yeah. But uh, Brad, can you can you do us a favor here and stop licking your opponents? Just just stop it, licking them. It's like please? one of those
0: things that you shouldn't have to say, but at the same time, it's become apparent that if you don't say it, he's going to feel like he can do it. And as we've seen, if he feels that way, he's actually going to carry out the act. So we will see if and or how many Tampa Bay Lightning players he licks in the second round. This is like a weird promotion that should be sponsored by like a lollipop company or something. Uh, That series, Boston and Toronto, ended up being as compelling as we thought it was going to be at the start, although it didn't look that way four games in. It got there. Your your thoughts on Toronto and... uh, and what's so, next now for them? I, I still feel the same way now as I did when we did the last podcast, which is I don't
1: think they need to change much. I know Craig mentioned some goaltending issues that they have, and Who? Uh, uh, ex, uh, well, not ex special guest of the show, Craig Morgan. Okay. Um, Wherever, we didn't get coffee. In,
0: in his honor, we did not use the Starbucks gift card either. Yeah. That would have been wrong.
1: Doesn't he have the Starbucks gift card? I have, and too.
0: And you transferred it to oh? him? Yeah, but I also have it. Oh. You know what? He's probably out there just... He's probably drinking five Starbucks. Because right? I remember he like a
2: 15-minute ordeal of you trying to
0: figure out how to send him the no, gift no, no, card. No, no, fifteen. That was one minute of me, 14 minutes of him trying to figure out how to open it.
1: I just imagine him like double-fisting Frappuccinos right now.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Wherever he is. Or Americanos or whatever least, weird Wherever he is he in the gets. East Valley, just... just Double fist. He's going teams. to a different Starbucks. I
1: I don't. We're, I'm not worried about Toronto long term. Uh, I think they're still in a very good state. I think they're in a good spot. Now their division is not very conducive to them m- making a lot of cup runs in the next few years because they're going to have to go through a team like Boston, who I'm not sure is going to be better, but they're going to be at least in the mix, and then Tampa Bay, which is clearly the best team in the division, even going into next year. I think they should not panic. And I'm I'm going and of course they will pre- panic predictably, as we all expected, Toronto Media was on fire. Well, it's because it's all Austin Matthews' fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's he's all the his
2: fault. He's the worst player on the yeah. team,
0: and he couldn't get them in the second round. Arizona annoying Canadian hockey fans again. Yeah. Find the, the nearest American from a Sunbelt state and blame him. And for them it's easy. Um I'm with you in the sense that they don't really have to change a whole lot. Goaltending wasn't great. We've talked about this, though, on the podcast in the past. A, you can't overreact to one series, and B, I don't really know what goaltending options you're going to
1: have. That that too. They don't, I don't see an obvious upgrade that's available to them right now. And again, just not panicking is a win. And I think sometimes we talk about, I talk about nonlinear progression constantly, but when we talk about the linear progression of teams getting better, one of the things you don't want to do is take a young team have a little bit of failure, and then just deviate from the plan you've been making
0: all along? I, I don't think they will. I mean, I, I think the the issue of being in the Atlantic Division and the fact that you're going to have to go through at least Boston or Tampa, probably both of them most years, just to get to the conference finals, that's a real issue, but there's nothing they can do about that. No,
1: I mean, they, they can't. The NHL needs to change their schedule anyway, although they said today that they love it. They still love it. It's the greatest greatest schedule ever ever made.
0: Yeah, because we get Pittsburgh and Washington in the second round every for the nine hundred and seventy second consecutive season. Even I have Penguins Capitals fatigue, and I'm We're assuming Capitals results. fans have even more fatigue. So, uh, real quick to that it's series, depression. too. It's not fatigue. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It kind of looks the same. But,
1: but to the point is, that I think Toronto is a really strong chance. They're a better team than Boston next year. Yes. They're, I don't think they're going to be a better team than Tampa unless half the Tampa team gets hurt, which we've seen happen a couple times. But, or if
0: they all just sign with Toronto, as we've uh, heard rumored numerous well, times. Well,
1: yeah, well, I mean, if they get John Tavares and then they trade for Oliver ekman Larson uh, and they also sign Eric Carlson and Drew Dowdy all at the same time, then you know what? They will be better than Tampa Bay. Yeah, then I, I, think I can th- confidently say that to you right here, right now.
0: I think they would win the division at that point and not they have would. to play Tampa until the second round. They need to stop playing Boston, and when they do play Boston, they need to play better defense in the third period of the elimination game because that seems to be an issue now each of the last two times we've seen Toronto play the Bruins in the playoffs. Uh, Washington-Columbus, that series, it ends in six. That ended up being probably the most compelling series. It
1: was. It was the most compelling
0: series, although that was the least compelling we thought walking into it. I'm surprised Columbus just— I know we talked about this last week when the series was two-two, and, and both you and Craig said, "Like, look, don't you sort of feel like Columbus had their chance to win the series, didn't put it away, and now Washington has the momentum?" And that ended up being exactly the case. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised the Blue Jackets though just completely folded, and that maybe that's not fair. What was four of the six games went to overtime. But I'm just surprised once they lost one game, that was just it. I mean, they've still never won a playoff series.
1: It's one of the very few sports cliché slash stereotypes that I subscribe to. And, and if for those of you who are basketball fans, which I know there's very little NBA-NHL crossover. I've, I've seen Twitter, so you don't have to remind me. Um, tweet.
0: Was it at J-M-E e
1: Eisner? Yeah, it's clever. Because okay. JME J-Me, get it. Oh. Get get, 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 it get, sucks, get right in there. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, that is hurtful. Um, and... So we've got both opinions. It's clever and it sucks, actually. I mean, honestly, it's a little bit of both. Let's be
1: let's be perfect. It's right in the middle. Uh, but I subscribe to the theory of that when you're an underdog team that has an opportunity to take a stranglehold on a series and you blow that opportunity, you usually don't come back. And I look at the Cavaliers Pacers right now. The Pacers had the ability to go up 3-1 in that series, blue game 4 Lost Game Five in heartbreaking fashion. They're not winning that series, and this Sorry, is this is what not. happens. I watch hockey, not the NBA. When team when the better you loo- let the better team off the hook, when you can put a stranglehold on the series, you almost never are able to claw back.
0: Yeah, I I didn't see Columbus as that big of an underdog to Washington. I, I mean, they looked better than them the first. You now they looked even with them. I thought the first couple games. Panarin looked unstoppable, and then Panarin he ended up was getting excellent.
1: Who? Former uh, Blackhawks. No, Hulk's He great. doesn't I
0: don't know who that is. Think of him as the replacement brand. Think of Saad. him as like
1: the, the Columbus's sod. Yes. Except like a, a lot a whole faster, lot better. better. And younger and faster. Wait stronger. who's sod?
0: Yeah, that's also It's cute. the emotion that you feel after that trade. Oh, wow. And after that line. Uh Let's let's get into the playoffs. There's a lot less Craig to buffer out my bad jokes. This is gonna be an interesting episode. Two. Yeah, no, we're gonna have to. I, I wanted Craig to send in a couple quotes that we could just sort of edit in throughout the uh, the show at the most inopportune times, but he refused. Um, something about journalistic integrity. or yeah, something. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> whatever that is. Series uh, round two. Now, this is how we did this. Okay. Round two started last night. We're recording this on Friday. Yeah, by
1: the way, another brilliant move by the NHL. Right let, up against let, the let's, NFL let, draft. Yeah, let, let's run our beginning of our second round directly in competition with the first night of the NFL draft. Brilliant move. They've done this with Penguins Capitals. Why is this league not more
0: popular? I cannot figure it out. Twice. At least twice in the last three years. Penguins' Capitals two yes. years ago. When game one went to overtime. I remember being the only person at the sports bar watching it while the NFL draft Which was going on. Which is
1: your most marketable playoff matchup.
0: Robot Jamie has stolen Caps, Pens. So the series started last night, and I uh, I texted my fellow co-hosts and said, "How about predictions?" So I made my predictions. Here they are: Tampa Bay. uh, Wow, leftovers didn't get that text. Hold on, I Uh, did get the text. I I blatantly ignored it because I was busy. Hold on, on. Tampa and and again, all of us were covering the NFL draft at at various points last night. All of us. Uh, I went with Tampa Bay, Washington, Winnipeg, and Vegas as my four teams. Uh, Jamie did not respond. I'm assuming I didn't even see you
1: took Washington.
0: Oh man, I got—I have to give you some crap for that. It's One game? Um, no, it's not.
1: It's not one game. It's the Penguins could have lost that game. I still would
0: have picked the Penguins to win that division. Yeah, I thought the Penguins were going to win. Or or win or lose the that or game. Win the matchup. I, I was kind of just conceding that one game going in with no Malkin and Hagelin. But we'll get to the series in a second. Uh, Craig around midway through the Vegas blowout of San Jose gave me his predictions of Tampa, Pittsburgh, who had already won a game, Nashville and Vegas, who had already won their game. Jamie, as I said, didn't respond. And Chris is not on this text thread. All right, so here,
1: here are my picks are going to be. And by the way, none of them changed. I would have had the Gold Knights winning, and I've had the Penguins winning. I I think I've had the Penguins beating the Capitals in the second round since uh, November.
0: Of which year? Because nine out of Of, almost every every season,
1: Uh, Vegas over San Jose. I'm still again that San Jose is. I made the reference last week. The 2012 Ravens. I'm going to doubt them all the way, and they could win the cup, and I'm still not going to believe it happened. Well, they're not going
0: to based on how they played last
1: night. Uh, Tampa. You know, bless your heart, Boston, but Tampa's a better team. See, I'm surprised none of us are taking Boston. I'm not. I'm just, Boston's good. Just Tampa's really, really good. The other one, this is tough for me. This This is hurt. These are two teams that I really like. National and Winnipeg. Yeah, no, I feel, no, no. It's
2: Winnipeg. one team that you like, and another team that you want to win because you want to win money. No, but to be
1: fair, I do actually like the Jets. I've been pounding the table for the Jets. Well, hold on, a wait, team wait, wait for just a wait,
0: wait, and make sure you phrase this properly because there are a decent number of Coyotes fans that listen to the show. Are you telling us you like the Jets? Are you telling us you like Winnipeg? Are you telling us I like that...
1: the way the Jets are constructed as a
0: hockey team? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Jamie just said he likes Winnipeg fans. I do Winnipeg not like the way the Jets
1: are constructed as a
0: football team more. <laughs> More than of <laughs> Neither do fans. I. Now, Chris, why isn't Chris
1: on this? Because he is Matt, on the- I'm going. I'm you know what? I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Winnipeg.
0: I'm going to do it. I, I, I already gonna, did it, it, so it's not that groundbreaking.
1: Yeah, but you, but you also picked Washington, so like, you, we already know your your choices are invalid.
0: What were you about to say about me not being in the group text? Well, because you are in a group text that we have, so is this Just like not. some super secret one that can mm-hmm. we should, we well, got to put Chris in this group text, right? Uh, I mean, I'd prefer... You, he's definitely
2: going to be against that.
0: But, but you're going to get, like, some stupid texts between me That's and fine. Craig, and you know what you're getting from Jamie. That's, yeah. So, I mean, I, I should warn you, Jamie
2: is on the thread. So That's fine. To yeah, I'm about to say, it. Okay. I'm sure. Do, do you want There's this? nothing he can put in word form that he hasn't already, you know, verbally yelled at me, mm. so... Okay. Well, why don't you give don't us, us your so predictions? Don't be so sure. Uh, Nashville. I, write, I used to okay. write for a living. Vegas. Used to. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Okay. Okay.
0: Tampa Bay. History John. will show that I made my predictions before game one. So now let's well, I
2: wasn't. I couldn't make my predictions before Game One because you did not allow me to. You did not involve True. me in the Don't process. Blame me. So there's an asterisk next process. to my predictions.
0: Let's uh, let's start with Penguins Capitals since that was the first game. Uh, I'm with Jamie in the uh, maybe, maybe I'm not actually. I I assumed Pittsburgh would lose <laughs> last night. I'm, I'm with Jamie. With actually, no, I'm not. Well, here's my logic from picking the Capitals. They were down to nothing to Columbus. It it sort of felt like. People were already writing them off. They came back and won. Columbus is obviously an easier team for anybody to beat than Pittsburgh, especially for Washington. So maybe they get into this series with a little less pressure. Uh, I don't know that the Penguins are feeling a ton of pressure either because they've kind of reached that point where they've already exceeded people's expectations having won back-to-back cups. That would be
1: that, 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 that'll say she had a fan base a little bit, winning back-to-back Cups.
0: Yeah. I mean, if this was Pittsburgh from four years ago when every time they lost a playoff game, Sidney Crosby was the worst player in NHL history, then it might be different. Remember those times? I do. They, they seem very distant now. Um, but no Malkin, no Haglin. And, and look, Haglin doesn't have a ton of points, but he's so fast, he's just disruptive. I figured Washington on the roll coming off of that series against Columbus, would win game one. And then, you know, maybe this is just their year to finally beat Pittsburgh, not win the cup. They still could win the series, certainly. But I'm, I'm a little... I, I wouldn't be happy if I was a Capitals fan that they lost game one at home against the depleted Pittsburgh team. Uh, all that
2: logic was great, Luke. Yes, yeah, I know it was, thank you. But oh. it is the second round and Washington is playing Pittsburgh. We know how this story ends. Yeah. And I'm not going to be the person that's like no this is the year because I've been burned by that before.
1: I'm not getting burned again. Here here's my thought on this because I know you you brought up that the Capitals might face a little bit less pressure. There's less external pressure. I feel there's definitely a,
0: a significant less
1: external pressure for the caps to win
0: because I, well
1: I because everybody's is given up on them.
0: Okay, not because of the Columbus series, you're saying just in general. In general. Okay. I think
1: people went they, they didn't last do it, the the last year last was, it They didn't do it the last two years. And last year was the nail in the coffin. We're they're, done. They're, yeah. So last
0: were year no goals game seven at home yeah, after we're they've at. gone two in a row. Okay. But
1: I don't think there's less internal pressure. I don't think Ovechkin feels like, well, you know, we did the best we could last year. We, we're, you know, we're playing with house money now. I feel like the, that team cannot feel like they have any less pressure now than they've had the last two years. Also, quite frankly, I still think the Pittsburgh Penguins are a better hockey team, top two bottom.
0: They are. That I, I will not argue.
1: And I think when you put those two things together. I think Pittsburgh—I I was going to pick Pittsburgh to win anyway. I would have—I'll uh, be sitting here honestly telling you, I would have picked Pittsburgh even if they were to lost game one. I have, I have to see the Capitals show up when it matters against a team that is better than them in the playoffs before I will actually pick them to win a series.
0: That's probably Again, a, a good way to do it. Better yeah. than That's probably a good way Columbus to put it. Columbus was not better than them. They, they do find a way to beat the teams that seem to be either equal to them or just below them, like Toronto last year, Columbus this year, but— and it's always Pittsburgh every year because they play them in the second round every year, but you're right. That's probably the best way to put it. This group of, well, and by this group, I mean the Capitals in the last 20 years hasn't been able to beat anybody that uh, is better than them in a playoff series. It When these two teams meet, like you get one of those series where a team goes up 2-0, the other team comes back and takes a 3-2 lead, and then somebody else comes back and wins 4-3. So well, look at NHL.com. is just, just chiming just in. That's
2: very professional of you. Thank
0: you. I just wanted everybody to hear Um, so I, I don't think like one game doesn't sway anything for me. And even if Pittsburgh were up two nothing, I wouldn't say the Capitals are out, but the problem is at what point are, are you going to watch the Penguins lose four out of five with the way they're playing with the way Crosby's playing? Well, maybe when they play a team, that's better than them. And that would be the next round against Tampa. Yeah, but, I mean, if, if they play Tampa and they lose to Tampa, isn't it kind of going to be like a six- or seven-game series? They just trade wins back and forth, and maybe Tampa wins two in a row. I, my, if you're Washington and you fall behind 0-2, you're basically asking not only your team to do something they never do, you're asking the Penguins to collapse, and I don't know that they're going to do that.
1: No. I, again, I, I think sometimes it's as simple as this. It's not the narrative that the Capitals can't beat the Penguins. It's that I think the Penguins are a better team. And, and again, the better team coming in with less pressure – it's a good combination.
0: Not for Washington, but it's a good combination for Pittsburgh. Jake Gensel, sixteen points in seven games. Uh, it's like it's good. Where, as, where do they find these guys? In Pittsburgh? Crosby has been. <laughs> Gensel actually has more points. The four. The laboratory. Yeah, I mean, Where do they
1: find these guys?
0: Well, they take they take players. I mean, they're in a good spot. When you have success, you can take these guys in the second or third round that are in college that you don't need to— And then, to, like, hide them in Scranton? You pretty much. You in, don't,
1: in an incubator or something, and then you just pull them out for the back half of the season, the postseason?
0: Yeah. I mean, he's done this now the last couple I'm years. Remember the Max Talbot machine? He was <laughs> he was in Smythe consideration last year. Uh, but, I mean, most of his points came with that four-goal game against Philadelphia in Game 6. So Boston-Tampa Bay— I, I think, and you guys are, are more than welcome to dispute this, because I know you oh, will. Oh, yeah. Don't you don't worry. Don't you worry. This an awkward angle. I can't really turn and see Leftovers. Please don't move uh, the, the mic microphone, because broke. you're going to break it. It's, it's broken. Um, this is what I get for trying to show Leftovers respect by looking at well, him. Well, yeah, that was your first mistake. The podcast gods have spoken, and you should not do that. The eight teams that are left are the best eight teams. Agreed? Yes. That doesn't usually happen.
1: No, it doesn't, and the only one that you could even semi-dispute would be Anaheim-San Jose, but I can't look at anything Anaheim did for the three, three and a half seconds they decided to play of that series and say that San Jose was not the better team.
0: But I'm not even saying, like, the best team won each series. I'm just saying the eight teams left. But they kind of did, though. I yeah, mean, that, I mean, argue, yeah. I mean, you, you could argue
1: Anaheim, and I was hiring Anaheim walking in, and boy, they were a complete and utter disaster, but... Otherwise, the better team won every series.
0: But that's not even my argument. Well, I guess you could say Toronto is better than San Jose. I guess you could say in that regard, Toronto's probably the eighth best team, San Jose might be the ninth.
1: Oh, okay, so you're saying like, if, if you had to like rank the top eight teams in the postseason. That Just take seven the eight that, best that, teams that in the NHL.
0: Yeah, these are... I, I think I'd put Toronto in over San Jose.
1: I think I'd have a few teams in over San Jose.
0: I R- might, who else? Columbus might be. I might
1: put Columbus over them. They I might, might put... Mm, I, think nah, it Columbus, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's I'll stop there. I think Columbus. I can't talk myself into the, putting the Flyers over them. Oh, no, no. 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 I can't talk it. My, not with that golden.
0: I'd still give San Jose the nod over Columbus, but it would be close. But Toronto, I think, should be your eight eighth best yes, in the NHL. But still, I mean, to have seven of, of your final eight teams be seven of the top eight teams or whatever, that's... It's what
1: your goal should always be. You should use... Well, the reality is you should have a playoff format that's conducive.
0: Yeah, I, that's kind of my your best point. teams advancing. They stumbled into this because they got the playoff lucky this format time. is not conducive at all. They
1: got lucky this time. But again, now you're, you're dealing with a scenario where you're going to lose... What, you already lost your the third best team in the East?
0: After mm-hmm. one round? I would say Boston, Tampa, so, Pittsburgh are all better than Toronto. Yeah. And I would say Washington's right there with Toronto. What, um, is this the best series? Boston, Tampa? No. Okay, cool. Good uh, Good to hear. Chris, any, any, what? Any, uh, <laughs> any input on that? What do you, cool. what do you want me to... All right, that's also, what do you want a hot also. take? No, I don't. All right, here we no, go. No, that, okay. that,
1: that, That's for the other podcast you're on. Chris. Oh, okay.
0: Now, can you guys quiet down? Because I have an important message. Okay. Do you need new hockey gear? Go Pro Stock. Our friends at ProStockHockey.com offer the largest online selection of real Pro Stock hockey equipment—sticks, gloves, pants, and much more—are available right now for a fraction of the retail cost. Shop ProStockHockey.com today and get three rolls of tape free with each stick purchase. Pro Stock Hockey—if the pros don't use it, we don't sell it. Jamie doesn't use it because he doesn't play hockey. No. He just. But I would. Would I you? I would love to play hockey. I, w- I wish I, I, wish I would have gotten into hockey earlier. Yeah. I don't know how to skate. Not that hard. It takes like two hours to learn. I just gotta
1: do it. I got. I got, there, I, got I got. I got to do it. At some point. I, I've skated, but it's been. I mean, I haven't skated. In 10 if years. I could
2: find a deck hockey league here, I'd play tomorrow.
1: Not today. I'm a little busy, busy today. Second round draft. draft. Look, it's tomorrow, be, it'll it'll be, be it'll it'll be more geez, free. Your podcast right now. Yeah. You want to drop everything?
0: It'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, let's drop down to the Western Conference since you guys had nothing to say. About I Boston, have things to
1: say. You just asked one question and we answer. Is this the best series? No. You don't
0: think this is the best series? No. What is the best series? It's
1: Nashville-Winnipeg. I hate yes. to break it to everybody. Nobody, They're going to stick this on the golf channel because uh, yeah. of the markets, you know but you this might, is the best be series. Right. You might be
0: right. Okay, let, let's stick with Boston-Tampa for a second. Boston-Tampa is second. I was going to give you a hot take. Give me a hot take. The winner of
2: Nashville-Winnipeg wins the Stanley Cup. I agree with you. That's why it's the best series. The I winner of that
1: you. series, no matter what, is winning the Stanley Cup. I mean, I agree with you. I think, that, I think if... I, there's going to be a challenge if it's Tampa Bay or Pittsburgh they face, but yes, I do agree with you right now if I had to pick the cup winner based on the group we have now, it's the winner of that series.
0: I'm not ready to declare Winnipeg a Stanley Cup winner yet. I'm ready to declare, declare them. Did you particular. pick them over Nashville? No. know I, I did. You yeah, did. did. Yes. I was going you, you yes. yes. well, to say, if you pick them over the cup, I, they I will not, have to beat Nashville. Nashville. I
1: mean, not in the preseason. Are like, we talking about like, what well, I just, just did? Just yes. today. Yeah, I wasn't listening. Yeah, I had, and Anaheim coming out in the West in the preseason.
0: Oops. Yeah, well...
1: Can't win them all. What Did I have Tampa, so I'm still alive there. Yeah, you're good. there. I, I, lightning over ducks.
0: I think which makes sense series. also in a, in
1: a like a geological
0: scenario as well. Lightning like, over ducks. Yeah, I don't think it's geological. Geological? It's no, it's, it's, it's just science. <laughs> That's not geological. I, I'm, I'm, I not, I'm not a geologist. I don't know. I well, obviously not. And if you were, you would know, so we've established that lightning is stronger than a duck in a <laughs> geological setting. <laughs> Tell me where I'm wrong. Oh, wait. I, I, you're so wrong, I can't figure out where to tell you you're wrong. This series should go seven. Like, at least jets are
1: like, like lightning hits jets and they could still continue to. Just stop. Quit while you're
0: ahead I'm here, man. Am I ahead? You're not. No. So just take the I'm L and move, move on. on. No. Um, take the L and move on like my preseason Western Conference pick. We, we will go now. Let's just go to the West since you guys okay. don't want to talk about this amazing Tampa, series. Tampa-Boston Boston. Will, be,
1: will be really exciting. Uh, I think. You still
2: think Tampa's running out of gas, Jamie? No. Okay. That was your theory going on? Well, I was,
1: I, I was worried about
0: their goaltending. Well, Craig thought Boston was running out of gas. And, and they almost did. They Yeah, they did. But I don't know if that carries over into the series. Like, I see this as a very even series. And I'm yeah. the this guy is, who picked Tampa a, to win the Cup at the start of the year.
1: This will be fun as well. Uh, a, a lot of offensive firepower in this series. Yeah, I, I feel
0: like we're going to see a lot of, like, we're going to see some 6-4 games. Which we're is going to see a lot of offense. You
1: have two really, really strong goaltenders, yet I'm expecting there to be... Goals. goals. Goals, 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 of palooza.
0: Right? Like, like we're so confounded. No, I'm not going to dig. That. Tukaraz, that we expect Go Go-ch- Chela. Can I leave? Can you guys do um, this without me? Uh, yes, it can be a lot of offense. Vasilevsky's been a little shaky down the stretch. Uh, if they have to go to Louis Domingue... <laughs> the if they have really to go good. to
1: Louis Domingue, they're not winning the series.
0: No, and they might give up if 15 goals in the game. If Louis Domingue
1: appears in, more, in over 1.0 games, they are losing the series.
0: So you think they could survive one game of Domingue? Like, that's just that's one yes. of their losses, and that's Yes. It. Okay. If, if he plays in two games, they are losing the series. You heard it here first. And you've heard it everywhere else, too, I'm sure, by the time you've listened
1: to this podcast. I have seen, Look, I've seen a lot, as have you, I've seen a lot of Louis Domingue play.
0: It's not good. I just, I'm, this is the one series I don't have a strong opinion on who's going to win. I'm just going with Tampa because that's who I picked in the preseason to win the whole thing. And I, I do think they're better than Boston, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, just going to sit back and enjoy this one. This
1: is going to be a fun series. I'm going with Tampa in six.
0: Even though it doesn't start until like August or something. Like
1: They don't even start the series tonight. It, it, I know, it's hot. No, we, we need to make sure we rush to run over the NFL draft.
0: But we can start the other series whenever. <laughs> Uh, Vegas and San Jose. We should note one game's in the books. Vegas hey, edged hey, out hey, San Jose seven nothing. It's only one score game. That's true. I
1: mean, Vegas touchdown, and you know, go for if two. San, if San Jose, yeah, if San Jose can just like, get back in the game here. Uh, by the way, I, a I'm terrible to, effort. I'm going to repeat what I said to you on the pre-show and what Great. I said to somebody else in the office it wasn't because, even memorable then. Uh, because no, it, it was witty, funny, and humorous all at the same time. Okay, anytime no, you have to set so, it up like that. Somebody asked me, they, they didn't see the game. They said, "What was the score of the the, Van, uh, the Vancouver, the, the Vegas, San Jose
0: game?" "The best the part of a joke is how you deliver it." Stand up for
1: so, so what was the score of the game? I said it was seven nothing, and it's not that close. The Sharks did not <laughs> show up. <laughs> I hate you so wow, much. that was all three <laughs> of the things you mentioned. I hate you so much. Uh,
0: Sharks did not show up. They did not. That was a terrible effort. I don't. I still don't totally know what to make of Vegas. I, I'm on board with them making a run through the West. I have been for a while. They're undefeated. I'm they're not compl- on board with them never giving up a goal. I know. Yeah, they're going 16 and 0. Buzz
1: saw at home. Like I, that that might be the scariest team, that, place to go into in the postseason right now. We need to have a real conversation about them winning the Stanley Cup. We do, and I don't know well, that conversation. Yeah, we
0: had this conversation weeks ago. No, we had a conversation and about. But we,
2: I mean you three, I've been over here. Just we've, we've had buttons.
0: serious conversations
1: about conference final. I, I think we haven't really discussed like what if they get to the finals and then what if they win.
0: Because the thing is, if they get to the Stanley Cup. Do we, mean, we just
1: retire the NHL at that
2: point?
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Seattle can't have a team then. We just we have to cancel. Do we and, just be like, hey we guys, have to cancel like, expansion? An expansion team goes sixteen and hour and wins the cup. Like we just stop playing hockey, right? We just move on to another
0: sport at that point. If if they get to the cup, just getting there, they're gonna have so much momentum and so much just energy and goodwill and playing with house money and all that. I don't even think there's gonna be pressure on. There's not gonna be any pressure on them.
1: No, they're not. I don't think they're better than Tampa or Boston or Pittsburgh or Winnipeg or Nashville. But well, hold on. Okay, no, sorry. because they can't play those other teams in the finals. But if they get to the finals, there, I do not want to go into that building. You have to be nervous if you're Tampa or Pittsburgh. Going imagine into a that building. A, a Penguins versus Flurry. I Stanley have a cup? lot. <laughs> I thought about this a lot because it would be awesome, and the NHL would completely botch their promotion of it. But it would be
0: awesome. They put it up against uh, the NBA draft. Could you, so
1: I, like. I just need to. We need to live in a world where Mark Andre Fleury leaves the Penguins and then beats them to win a cup. It would be awesome. Not for you, but for most people. It,
0: it's, it would be very compelling, television and radio and whatever else. Made for a movie,
1: like just like the John Scott story.
0: I have a question from a listener. Oh, that was from you. I have a question from myself, too, but I won't okay. get to that in a second. Uh, actually, you know what? We'll, let's do mine first. Wow. Again, uh, listeners,
1: Luke, Luke prioritizing wow. himself over you. I just want you guys this to know that.
0: should not shock you. No, but the, Don't the, let that affect your iTunes rating, but just note in the review well, that... Luke does not care about this particular listener has two good questions put together and one of them is a Coyotes question as well so I want to get to it after we get through the playoff stuff sure walk it back now is this is my question okay is um if Vegas wins the Cup <laughs> is that good for the NHL yes no
1: it, okay cool uh, let's talk about this why do you say no Chris? that's why I asked it the reason why I say no this
2: is, cool. is the th- okay, the three of us may think it's great. I and, don't know
0: that it, it's a, it's fun, but I right, don't right. know that it's good for the NHL long term. If they win the cup their first year,
2: now now here, I, I'm going to literally use, all downhill from there. For I, them. I'm going to use a statistic to to kind of make my point. Okay, last night the Vegas market did an 11.1 local rating for the game. Right. Okay, that's the best market that NBC Sportsnet has ever had for anything.
1: Not to say I haven't seen hockey it, pull double digits. It in did a while, 19 kind of share, market.
2: which means close to one in five TVs in Vegas were watching the Golden yeah. Knights.
1: Now, to be fair, there are a lot of TVs in books. You win
2: the Stanley Cup. <laughs> it's
1: no soul matter. Okay.
2: You win the Stanley Cup. I don't know if that gets better. I think it goes the opposite direction. And people may look at Vegas and go, oh, we had our fun, we won. And people may, may oh, not care, care about, about the opposite. team anymore.
1: I think that actually would solidify that fan base and actually give them something to rally around and basically take five to six years worth of build and accelerate it all into one year. I think the the chance of winning a Stanley Cup can galvanize a franchise. For I would argue that Tampa Bay lived about 6-7 years off of the the shadow of them winning a Stanley Cup.
0: But that wasn't the first year. And I guess that's No,
1: but I, I think it's I think it's good for the league for a couple of reasons. One, it's not good for the old school traditionalists, which I think is why it's actually good for the league to have a a new franchise in a compelling market, in a compelling city like, like Las Vegas to be able to go in and change the way we look at certain teams, I think that's exciting. That it's not just the same old teams that that are winning constantly. I think it I also think what that they've done so far. Important.
0: What they've done so far is fantastic. And if they win the series against San Jose, that's good. And if they make the conference finals, it's still it's a great story at that point. I, I don't I, I hear what Chris is saying about the burnout of if you just come in and, and get everything your first year, even if it doesn't trail off next year or the year after by the time the Raiders get there, nothing the Golden Knights are doing next year and the year after is going to match what they've done this year, if they go all the way through and win the Cup this year. But, so I see what Chris is saying. I don't think it's necessarily bad for Vegas, as weird as that sounds, if they come right in and win the Cup their first year. But I just wonder how it makes the NHL look to non-hockey fans. I don't think they care. Like, well, are, they a, obviously don't, because look I, at their I, I scheduling. Think
1: this is a better chance to get non-hockey, or, or non-hockey fans to be more compelled and wrapped into something. Than the other way around. Because I don't think they're going to to grab the casual fan. I don't think they're going to think, well, this is an expansion team. So they took maybe the ninth best players off of all these teams and put them together. And they were better. I don't think they're going to get that line of progression for the fans that they're trying to attract.
2: I'm going to argue against myself. Oh, good. I love when I do this. Okay. Okay. The one thing it is going to be good for from the NHL perspective is, yes, Chicago, Boston, New York, L.A., all of those teams winning the Cup, great big markets. But your, quote-unquote, non-traditional hockey markets winning cups is marketable. It is marketable when you're trying to grow the game. Now, we can go into all of the ways the NHL is terrible at growing the game. But at least saying that Las Vegas, an expansion team in year one, won the cup, that's marketable.
1: And it's not like you're going to lose Blackhawks fans, Rangers fans, Penguins fans. They're not going away. They're going to
2: quit the sport. They're Vegas, not going away. So out.
0: No, I just I wonder if if people are going to look and say like how how I'm strong I don't, I don't how know strong it. is your league if an expansion team can win the whole I, thing in their first year? I,
1: I it's a valid point. I'm not I'm not poo pooing your point because it is a valid Feels concern. Like I just don't think enough people care about that. No,
0: I, I think you people that people that
1: are already watching every day, the hardcore fans will care about that. I no. don't think son. I don't think you know Joe Q hockey fan in Sheboygan. Is gonna be worried about an expansion team winning. If your name so is Joe Q, Q, what was his, his name? Joe Q hockey fan Please in write
0: into the show at the Natty Hattie or the natural hat trick at gmail.com.
1: If they win the cup,
0: yes.
2: does the NHL have to seriously look at changing the expansion rules?
1: The draft rules? I don't think the rules
0: need, needed to be changed. I think the rules were fine. I think I look at this team and I the don't The problem is when you have one team drafting against themselves, they get all their, their Yes, picks. but
1: also let, let's let's like look back at this what it was. This is not a team that should win the cup on paper.
0: No. Like, no.
1: Like you look at the, I don't think there was anything wrong with the draft rules. It's not like they got a, six All Stars on their team. They got Flurry because the Penguins happen to have two really strong goaltenders and they could only keep one. They got James Neal, who actually has not been one of their three best players this year. Somehow.
0: No. William this is Carlson, Florida's fault. You
1: can't prevent what happened with William Carlson.
0: No. You
1: just you can't.
0: But Jonathan Marchessault shouldn't have been available. But
1: that's because Florida's. You you can't. Trust me, if you could legislate the the idiocy out of your general managers, we wouldn't have a team in Edmonton. But you can't do it.
0: <laughs> well, Gerard Gallant should going have make available. that joke. Either. But me that's what it. I'm
1: saying. Like, Vegas, the biggest beneficiary Vegas had was one, flurry. There's three, it's three problems here. It's one flurry, which we knew they were going to get from the time that that team was announced. Two, that William Carlson turned from a third-line player to a superstar overnight. And three... That they got to pillage the incompetence of the Florida Panthers. I, I
0: still for believe... For coach and two other players. I still believe that the league... I, I just think GMs are going to push back so hard that they're going to want... Even if, it, even if it's not the reason that Vegas is doing so well this year, enough GMs are going to complain that there's going to be some sort of reform before Seattle has their expansion draft. Let me get to the listener question.
1: Honestly, I, I, to be perfectly honest with you, Seattle's going to get a better crop of players than Vegas got coming in.
0: Yeah. Because Because the younger players that were
1: not eligible for Vegas are going to be eligible for Seattle. Uh,
0: Robert Nelson writes in. Well, he has two questions, so I'll just read you the second one for now. What impact would Vegas winning it all have on GMs around the league and how they build their teams moving forward? Okay, interesting. I don't know if you I don't know
1: if you can run a copycat method. because uh, you, you look at what LA did when they won a couple cups and decided could.
0: to that Seattle's the only team that could really do it.
1: Yeah, I mean you look at LA and they, they everyone tried to be big. That was the thing. We have to get big again. And then everybody's like, Well now we've got to be small and fast. I don't know I don't even know if Seattle can't even follow you have to see what the players are. Honestly, I think Vegas made a number of mistakes. They took way too many defensemen. They took way too many defensemen and weren't able to trade them. I thought they should have taken a lot more flyers on high upside young AHL players. Philadelphia so taking...
0: flyers? No. No. Oh.
1: Uh, more upside on, on on flyers for guys in the AHL that guys like a William Carlson, but maybe a year behind, instead of taking like the Timu Pulkinens of the world uh, from the Coyotes you. and some other picks they had. Uh, I thought they did. I thought they did not fully utilize all of their trade assets. I think there are a lot of things that Vegas did that they could have even been a better team than they are now. So, I, so for Seattle, I don't know if you're really looking at their model. There's nothing to model. If your other teams, they don't have a. There's not a thing. There's not a Vegas style. Yeah, you. Can't the only thing you could say is that reset the cap to have zero. A, have for a your good team. system. Yeah. Which I mean, have a good coach, have a good system, and, me, and you Stan can Bowman would
2: love to make his cap zero and start all over he again. Screw it up somehow, but you can't do that.
0: I have a team that could potentially follow their model. I don't know if they could actually pull it off, but a team like Ottawa that doesn't have a ton of money and needs to do things on the cheap and needs to just sort of establish some prospects. The cheap, they no, spend but
1: a lot more money than people think they do.
0: I understand, but I mean, if you were, I guess... If you're gonna try and follow Vegas' like model, it, it helps it only is going to help a team that's trying to do things cheaply, like Ottawa. Now the scary thing about Vegas is the guys they took in the draft this past year, we haven't even heard from them yet. So Yeah, the, the what Cody Glass and Nick Suzuki. Yeah. So I mean their
1: their first more. round
0: picks, any of their prospects, we haven't heard from any of them you yet. We haven't
1: heard from the guy that they took the first the first Gold Knight. What was his name? I'm blanking on it. First guy they signed. Uh, they never ended up playing for
0: them it yet. It uh Duke Reed. Duke, it Duke Reed. Yeah, yeah. Reed Duke
1: or, I think it was Reed Duke. Yeah.
0: Yes, Duke. But I mean, the the actual players that they drafted to build their franchise around yeah. their first round picks in the in the entry draft this past June. I mean, those guys haven't even yeah they're not even they near might the not league even yet. Be there next year, yeah. And the other scary part about Vegas is they might very well get Eric Carlson and or John Tavares. I hope uh, I'm rooting for it. I I think I think Vegas being successful is good for hockey. I think Vegas being successful is I I worry well, a little a, bit uh, if no, they I'm win the whole thing. I say successful.
1: I also mean as a business. It's not just on the ice, it's as a functioning business. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. It's good yeah. For My
0: only concern is if they win the cup this year and they just make it look easy like I just am not
1: worried about the apathy there. I'm also not fully buying into once the Raiders get there no one's going to care about the Golden Knights. I don't buy into that
0: theory. I don't I don't, I don't believe that. I just believe that if if the Golden Knights go out there and win the Stanley Cup their first year and then trail off in the second year, which they're going to have to do, and then an NFL team comes to town. I think you then become the second team in town pretty quickly. Well, they're going to be the second team in town the second NFL, period. Yeah, but I, I think, think it win three
1: cups in a row, it's not going to matter. It's
0: a lot different, though, if you make the conference finals this year— Not in
1: the rankings, Chris. I know what you're looking at me. You're making a face. It's not going to matter in the rankings. The NFL is still king. It will matter in terms of attendance and all the other peripheral stuff, but and the NFL is king, period. In the, in North American sports right now, the NFL is king.
0: And then they get to the cup their second year, and then they're contending for it when the Raiders get there or something. I think it's going to be a lot more even in terms of just general fan, um, I don't know what the word is, like I- investment, I but guess is the best way, emotional investment yes. for the fans.
1: And they also they do have the benefit of the back half of the initial season does not conflict with the NFL. Not yet. Maybe we'll move it. Eventually. So like well, we, and it won't it, conflict
0: with the Raiders. To just the, wait for the
2: XFL. Because the
0: Raiders will be done in December.
2: There'll be a conflict there. That's fair.
0: Anybody want to talk about this jets Predator series? Uh, yeah, I guess. So you both took Nashville? Or no, Chris oh, took, Nashville. took Nashville. No, I took Nashville. He took Winnipeg. I, Craig, I have to. Craig took it's, Nashville. I've been,
1: too. I, I have to. I feel like I, I can't abandon Winnipeg now.
0: What do you think Craig would say about Nashville? Uh, I
1: think Craig will say that Nashville is the most complete team in the NHL, that their blue line is very strong, and that with tourists playing a little bit better and, and having good depth down the middle, that they have the ability to beat any team in the NHL. Well, that was exactly word for word what I was going to say. Oh. Well, there you go. Because wow. it's all true. They could. They have the ability to beat any team in the NHL. Uh, I think Winnipeg is going to just... I I have to try to make an argument here for Winnipeg. You don't have to. I picked them, too. I can make the argument. They're very good. Like, I, like they're like Great argument. <laughs> they're they might never team, to hire you as an that attorney. That team... Uh, for as much credit as we give Tampa Bay for their offense, I think the most potent offensive team in the NHL playoffs right now is the Winnipeg Jets.
0: I think that Winnipeg – they're not sneaking up on anybody anymore, no. but I think that there was a uh, – Jets are very noisy. There's a decent amount <laughs> – Wow. A decent amount of uh, – what would win in a fight, Jamie? A Jet or a Predator? This is very simple. A Jet. Okay. I've derailed my own train. No, right.
1: no, no, no! What, what, Chris? Make the argument. Make the <laughs> no, argument. No, no, no! us go. don't get sucked into his game. Offend, how many listeners can you offend right now? Make the argument. I'll wait.
0: I won't. If you uh, if you're trying to make the case for the Jets, it, it is the offense. It's the fact that they are sort of playing with house money as well. And I just I think that this is a great matchup. It's it's, it's a great matchup of offense versus defense. And I guess the reason I'm taking the Jets is because everybody knows Nashville is a legit cup contender. I feel like halfway through this NHL season, 50% of NHL fans didn't even realize how good Winnipeg was. Yeah. And we were talking them up on this show before the season starts, and again, we're based out of Phoenix, so it's not like any of us other than Jamie are huge Winnipeg Jets fans. But you got to respect the fact that, A, they were very, very fortunate to get Patrick Line. They had the same record as the Coyotes that year, and it wasn't like they were the second or third worst we talk about how the lottery helped out Edmonton. It really didn't because they just botch it every year. I don't think the lottery has helped anybody more in the last few years, with the exception of Edmonton getting well, McDavid. Well, yeah,
1: but, they're, but they're, they're the
0: like the free space. But but the Jets, I believe they had the sixth or seventh worst record in the NHL. They were tied, and they were able to move all the way up to second the year Toronto got Matthews and get Patrick Liney, yeah. who everybody knew was going to be a perennial 40-goal scorer. That's... That just gets so overlooked. Now, they've drafted well prior to that, too, with guys like Shifley and, and Nikolai Ehlers and Kyle Connor. Like, they've built a good team. I'm not trying to take away what they've done. You wouldn't be this good with just one player. But for them to also get Patrick Liney on top of it, yeah. that's absurd. They're, they also have an underrated defensive core. It's, it's not as good as Nashville's.
1: I don't think anybody's defensive core is as good as Nashville's or has been in the last three or four years. But – it's not like they, they can't play defense in Winnipeg. They've played plenty of defense in Winnipeg. Helbeck has been excellent all season, and I'm not sure there's a massive goaltending advantage in this series for Nashville. I think if you ask somebody right now who has a goaltending advantage, I think 95% of people would say Nashville, and I would argue that it might be pretty even. It's not overwhelming, even if it is their advantage. So I, I look at this and I say, I just I think the over, the over the course of the last couple of years, We have seen an increased importance in the postseason of the ability to score and generate offense. Where a few years ago, it was actually the shot-suppressing teams that were winning the majority of their series. It's now the shot-generating teams that tend to be winning more of their series. And I think that Winnipeg has the ability to do that better than anybody in this postseason aside from maybe Tampa.
0: And I, kind now of hope Tampa now. I kind of hope Nashville sweeps them now just so we can play back Jamie's argument. It like, all takes expose me on this one. But uh but they will not they will not be getting swept. That that's gonna be it's gonna be a very good series, but
1: I think we get seven. I think we get
0: a full seven on this one.
1: This is the only series I think goes seven.
0: You know like Boston, Tampa goes seven? I I said Tampa yeah, six said like Tampa ten minutes six, ago. Six, yeah. And if you're picking Washington to beat Pittsburgh, doesn't it have to go seven? I did not pick Washington. I know. To turn and uh off. let's see. If you think San Jose is gonna sweep Vegas, don't you think that has to go seven? <laughs> uh <laughs> what I was going to say about Winnipeg now, They
1: have Blake Wheeler. They he do. He's good. He's also very good. This is their. Uh, this is the take a shot for the uh, Natty
0: Hattie drinking yeah, game. Of, the Blake Wheelers
1: continues to be the most un- under uh, underrated player in the
0: NHL. Can I delete licking from my show notes? now? you can do whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that was about Marshawn. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> and what you do with your show notes not, none of my business. Let's let's get to some of these questions from listeners. Unless you have something else to say about the playoffs, I, I have nothing else to say about All right. the playoffs. Uh, second question from Robert. Can you guys please live-tweet your reactions if the Coyotes defy all odds and win the Dolan sweepstakes tomorrow? Fully expect the they well, get the sixth pick.
1: The problem. When is this again? When is the lottery
0: again? Tomorrow night. So
1: it is tomorrow. So it actually is tomorrow. I'm never sure. Is when it tomorrow? Comes.
0: It oh. is tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. tomorrow. Good luck finding the exact time because it's yeah, like spread I, I, out um, it's on the golf channel. Yeah, it, it's spread on, on the, the, the
1: golf f- channel. Um, I will not be watching the draft lottery. I'll have to confess because we I have work to do.
0: Uh, this Jamie plays the work card like Craig plays the uh, kids card well I have work
2: too and I won't be watching the, it,
0: the thing is at least of the four of us Craig's the only one that has a family and children but I'm pretty sure all oh, four oh, of us oh, work oh, I have a family I have a mom, a dad cousins, a wife, aunts, and kids. Uncle. how's that? of the four of us Craig's the only one that has a wife and kids that we know of yeah <laughs> is that bad? alright <laughs> Craig's the only one that can play that card and none of us can step up and argue with him whereas I'm pretty sure all four of us work
1: well, three of us work, and then leftovers. And
0: leftovers, leftovers. He leftovers or whatever he does. So, you can't watch the draft lottery at four forty-five. No, I will
1: we'll actually be. We'll be filming things. The draft lottery. Draft. Well, will be about the draft, just
0: not the NHL. Oh, draft. that's
1: fair. Wait, there's another draft going on. There is. Have you heard of it?
0: Wow. No. Uh, just to refresh everybody, Buffalo has an 18.5% chance, Ottawa has a 13.5% chance, Edmonton has a 100% chance, and the Coyotes have an 11.5% Wait, wait, chance.
2: wait, you didn't give any percentage to Chicago. How about Chicago, yeah.
0: So that's 6.5. 65% chance, okay.
1: Nice. 6.5%.
2: I can't wait until
1: Duncan Keith plays with Darlene next year. That'll I'm just waiting for the, the the Chicago, Edmonton, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, you know what? We should do this. One, Who are the three teams that are uh, going to be picking? Hold up I, no, on? no. I do this again. You don't have to go in exact order, but
1: no, no. I'm going to do the draft lottery simulator again. Yeah, I going to do tankathon,
0: and I'm, just, and I'm just going to take one spin.
2: Yep, that's me too. What, did you go to tankathon? Yeah. Okay.
0: Not, not a proud sponsor of the show, even oh, but again,
1: absolutely can be, can be.
0: Yeah, you certainly can. We've given you one free. Uh, Jamie, you want to, you want to go first?
1: Sure. Okay. Sim lottery.
0: <laughs>
1: <Not loaded. laughs> oh, so should now. I start mine now? It takes a Oh. Okay, I got an interesting one. Okay, I'm gonna I one. got a really interesting one. So I went I'm to a different fascinating. website. Fascinating. i want to do
0: mine. Hold on. Okay.
1: Want me not name my teams yet?
2: Okay. I, I Mine is complete.
0: All right, hold on. This is how we're going to do this. Okay. What did You use? Tankathon. Jamie used Tankathon. Tank-a-thon. Jamie's Tank-a-thon. Yeah. I used NHL numbers. Okay. okay. So I almost used that
1: one, too. I like them, too. Every, also not a sponsor, but it can be.
0: Everybody give who is getting the third pick. Third pick, okay. Okay. Like okay. on three, two, one? No. Yeah, actually, let's do it okay. that way. That'll be sure. horrible for listeners. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> okay. Who is Chicago. it, Jamie? You have Chicago. I have Arizona. And Montreal Chris has Montreal. Okay. okay. Who do you have second, Jamie? All right. Detroit. I have the Islanders. Yeah. The
2: Ottawa Senators.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then who who do you have getting the first pick, Jamie? Arizona. What? Uh, okay. Your so your computer's broken. That's fair. Arizona. Uh, I've Living got the dream. I've got St. Louis stands. over here. Yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay. I do one so more where, time? Did Arizo-
2: where do you have the Arizona? Where do you have the Coyotes in yours? The
0: third. None of us have Edmonton. I have fourth.
1: Edmonton third. is ninth. Which yeah, I've been in mind.
0: Yeah. All right, let's let's put more away time? the simulators. One no, cuz obviously no, leave the one up that has the Coyotes oh, first. Well, no, uh, I, one I, more I, time. I already, I already moved it. Thanks, Jamie.
1: Oh,
2: one more time. Chicago number 1. Chicago, yeah.
0: okay. Buffalo, Van- Carolina. You Ooh. need to do it a third time. This one's time, bad, too. Uh, Vancouver number 1, Chicago number 2, Ottawa number 3. Okay, this is getting less compelling by the uh, by each simulation. Let's give who we actually think the three teams picking okay. in the top 3 will be. Obviously, Edmonton and Chicago, those are both givens. So, who's your third team that's picking in the top 3?
1: Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Vancouver. I'm gonna say the Islanders because I got two
0: shots at it. So what are the two that I
1: can't? I can't move.
0: Well, Edmonton and, and Chicago are both picking one, two in some order. Okay, I guess Edmonton one, Chicago two.
2: What the Coyotes? I'll all do right. it. All right.
0: Let the record show the Coyotes would have been picking first had Jamie not rerun that simulation. <laughs> so, for all the Coyotes fans out there, just uh, remember. That. I,
1: I need that. There's actually a scenario here where the Islanders could get the top two picks. So yeah, because yeah, they have
0: Calgary's picks. Yeah. So I don't think that's gonna happen.
1: And that happened on one simulation we did way back on the, one of these shows. Yeah, okay. I just got Chicago, Montreal, Edmonton too. That's fun.
0: All right, all let's right. move on. We before gave we Jamie all get a shiny toy that he just keeps playing with. Uh, Joe writes in: Why don't hockey teams have translators like Major League Baseball teams do? Um, I well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a good answer for that. I have a sarcastic answer for
1: that, but I don't have a good you answer. Just for give
0: that. us the sarcastic answer then.
1: No, I, uh, why they don't? I I don't know. Um, I think. NHL players, in particular, grasp the English language pretty well, uh, for almost from not aware they are in the world. I think that's at least my experience from the couple lock locker rooms I've been in, is that a lot of times that the issue is more of a reluctance on the players' part, because they don't feel very comfortable that they are they are portraying their point accurately, more so than it is that they don't speak the language.
0: I'm going to try and give a scientific, or in Jamie's terms, geological <laughs> yeah. reason for this. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty sure, majoritively, the the players from outside the country that, that are playing in the NHL, a lot of them play in countries where English is your second language at best. Like if you're if you're playing in Sweden or at worst, however you want to say it, if you're playing in Sweden, you have to know English. Like if if you if you're playing hockey growing up in Denmark or maybe not Finland so much, but there's such an emphasis put on knowing English. Uh, partially maybe because of, of the propensity of those players to get into the NHL or to be playing in North America. Or to play in juniors, yeah. Whereas, yeah, you're right. I mean, even if they just get to to the level of junior, they're over in Canada and the U.S., so they need to know English there. Whereas in baseball, there's there's a lot of players from countries where English just is not only not the first language, but isn't even the second or third and, language.
1: And a lot of times in baseball, their first foray into the United States is when they're on a major league team or a minor league yeah. team. I yeah. mean, that there's... So a lot of times there, there's a difference there. And I think it's also a difference in in just the socio-way people learn languages. In, in Europe, for the most part, the educational system has a priority on learning multiple languages, where in North America... And English is out, one of them. It's uh, one yes. of the top ones. In North America, particularly outside of Quebec, there's really not as big of an emphasis to learn a secondary language. So a lot of times the players that are coming from... From Mexico or the Dominican or Central America, and for baseball, they're just not exposed to the language on on a consistent enough basis to be fluent in it by the time they get to the majors.
0: I feel like we gave an actual answer. I know to that it's question. weird. So give me the geological answer. The geological answer has to do with sedimentary rock. And, no, the uh, geological
1: answer is, is I need the Don Cherry translator.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's do one more question. Let's go from uh, from Mary. Which free agent? Hi, Mary. This summer, wow, Mary, you got a. You got a hello from from, from, from leftovers. leftovers. That's a leftover hello right there. Which free agent this summer should the Coyotes go after? She also tagged the Coyotes. I like it. So they're going to. Did have they respond? To, um, no, they're waiting to hear our oh, answer. Okay. Obviously, they should go Would after you set John Tavares. Well, or yeah, but they're not. There's a second half to this question. Should they stay quiet in the free agent market?
1: They probably should stay quiet. Okay. Uh, I I am not particularly enthused by the current UFA class. Right now? And why are you over-enunciating your I, words? I, I, just... What about the RFA class? What do you think about them? The, this, the, we don't live in a league that, that, that offer sheets exist in because
0: GMs are cowards. Yeah, don't get Jamie started on I this. Don't I the four hours cowards. driving back from the awards show last year.
1: They're cowards. You're he a coward. Just,
0: the whole drive from Vegas to Phoenix, he was just screaming at me. Like We're driving through like WikiUp and Wickenburg and all these other cities that start with Wick, and he's just getting more and more angry. And by the end, I totally agreed with him. I don't know why you, more teams don't RFA or offer sheet players, offer sheet RFAs, yes. like Leon they for cowards. instance.
1: They're afraid of like hurting each other's feelings. I, uh, I understand that like we have to work with this person. You do what you can to make your team better because what is the average stint of a general manager in the National Hockey League? Yeah. Not long. Okay. Yeah. No, because uh, I'm looking at the top free agents. John Tavares is not coming to Phoenix, so we can stop worrying about that. Well, I John... can still say they should go after him. Yes, yeah, if but... you can
0: get John Tavares, sure. that trumps everything.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, John Carlson's not coming to the Valley either. Um, they,
0: but uh, they don't necessarily need him. No, I mean you'd like him, but you don't need him.
1: So then, then so we're looking at we're looking at wings in particular. Uh, David Perron, Thomas Vanek, uh, they could probably take Daniel Sedin off of this list now. Uh, JVR, JVR is an interesting one. Uh, Evander Kane. Stasny, like, the James Neal. Like, that's that's what we're looking at.
2: Kane and JVR are interesting. Yeah,
1: Kane JVR is, is very interesting. JVR is interesting. He's, he's been linked to the Coyotes on and off for what feels like 10 years. He hasn't even been in the league 10 years, but it feels like it's been 10 years. Yeah. Uh, I think how many times did the uh, media have uh, Yandel getting traded for JVR?
0: I feel like that was a thing. Well, he was in Toronto, so
1: many. <laughs> so uh, if you can land one of those guys, that would, I think, that would be obviously beneficial to you. You're not going to land that center you're looking for.
0: I I I don't think think they're going to land one in a trade either, to be honest with you. To complete Jamie's answer, they need to be more active in the the world of trades as opposed to an actual – that sounds like some weird computer game. Um, World of trades. World of trades. Like a really boring one too, like a stock market.
1: There's potential for them to get a top-line caliber or at least top-six caliber winger in free agency. There's not the ability to do anything else really.
0: And all I really care about is centers because wingers are mostly replaceable. I mean, you can name me some like Ovechkin isn't replaceable, but for the most part, maybe by Patrick Laine. If you <laughs> if you're building a team, you need defense, you need centers, you need and, goalies, and you can find the, the wingers. And
1: they're set on the blue line, they're set in net for now, so they're not looking they're actively looking for those pieces. I, I don't I don't see him mean, again. If if you're able to get a John Tavares, that changes all of your plans. I think then you are you do become more aggressive with the forwards you start to go after because at that point you look at yourself as a right on the cusp of being a cup contender at that point.
0: Yeah, whoever gets Tavares is is. Almost certainly a cup contender, but otherwise, just like Vancouver. I think you're better off finding value
1: deals through trades. And by the way, if you don't get the number one pick, I think your first round pick should very much be in play.
2: That was exactly what I was just about to say. We kind of have to wait for the draft lottery too, because yeah. they may have an extra asset in that draft pick if it doesn't
1: end up being the number one pick. Unless the, unless Chica's really in love with a prospect, which is I mean, it's possible. Uh, if it's not Dolly, then you don't move that, you know, if you if you're not getting Dolly, then that pick is not it's negotiable. As, I think it's not as valuable to you as a potential trade asset could be.
0: I wouldn't be opposed to trading the number one pick if it, if you were getting a legit established number one center. It's, it's
1: all about what, again we
0: we we've, we've we've joked about the Leon
1: Drysidle talk for a while now. I, I, if that's something that comes on the table, you have to look at it. You know if the number the one pick
0: is do you think the number one pick is enough for Drysidle for Edmonton? No. So it's a no. number one pick and a winger.
1: Yes, I think it's a okay. number one pick and a winger, but I, th- I I think Edmonton is going to want the winger more than the Curry's are going to feel reluctant to give that winger away. Like I don't think the carriers are going like, oh, we can't we can't sweeten the pot with whatever winger it
0: is. For ends. dry sidle, you can trade any of your forwards and the number one pick. I think. The number well, one I don't pick, think you're trading Keller in the number one pick, but you wouldn't do that for Dry sidle? No. I wouldn't. No, I, because I like that.
1: I would trade I would trade Keller the number two pick. Like you see what I'm saying? Like I I, I like if you have to look at it in that. I don't know if Edmonton
0: at that point would Yeah, but Dryside you're getting a true number one center who, even if, if you feel like he had maybe a slightly down year, still had a ton more points yeah, than Yeah, but now
1: you're trading You're trading a bona fide, what I think is a bona fide potential top two defenseman and a first line
0: winger. Cause you, okay, so you're saying Darlene yeah, and... Yeah, that's what
1: I'm saying. So if you get the number one pick, I think it, you're, they're taking Darlene. Although then at that point, maybe you, you move somebody else. Maybe you say you do Chicharron and a win for... So you
0: like Dalin more than Chickren? Yes,
1: I I have serious concerns about his ability to stay healthy.
0: I w- I would trade Dallin and any any winger off the Coyotes roster for Drysidle. I, I it wouldn't I wouldn't even really have to think that long. I mean the only I guess the only repercussions that you have to deal with is Drysidle makes a lot of money, but you're getting a they're, center. They, they're not spending money on anybody. They they they're fine. They can take the money. You're, you're getting a center that is pretty much a lock for 70-plus points you a year. You run
1: Dreisaitl, Stepan, Dvorak down the middle, you're in good shape.
0: I, how about this? You can sit... The, I will absolutely listen really to the argument. The argument that, you know, is it too much to give up Dahlin and Keller for side It
1: might be. It doesn't mean it's... I'm not— You're a better team, though,
0: with Dreisaitl than those other two guys. You're instantly a better team because, first of all, you don't have Dalin right now. So then it comes down to would you rather have Dreisaitl or Keller? There's no debate. Well, and the other part
1: of this comes into play here, which is the the mental thing that you have to think about. You don't have Dalin on your team right now. That's what I'm saying. Even if you have the number one pick, you don't have Dalin on your team right now. So in your mind, all you're really trading— is
0: I feel like I just said this.
1: So, maybe you're right. Maybe I should be more open to that possibility.
0: Now, I don't know if Edmonton would do it, but they're desperate for a defenseman, and you never know what Chiarelli would do. And I mean, Darlene is, is from all that we've seen and heard outside of, of NHL experience, he's legit. So, if you're the Oilers, you can sell to your fans first of all, we just saved a ton of cap space. We bring in a winger that's going to be probably good for 20, 20 to 25 goals a year. And we're getting a top-pairing defenseman. And we've already got Connor McDavid, so we don't need Dreisaitl as much the as most teams The ability to get the do. top
1: pick would be good. Now, again, I understand people in Edmonton being a little nervous about Edmonton having the top
0: pick, but uh, I, look. Let the Coyotes make the pick for you first and then trade Oh, NBA style. Yes. and when then But they, they, they actually the make the teams,
1: teams, after they traded the pick, actually take the player and well, then, then trade pick. If, if
0: the Oilers take him first, he's not going to be nearly as good unless his name's Connor McDavid. Chris, do you have thoughts?
2: I told you that they should be trading the the any pick that they get. They should be open to trading it. Jeez, why well, so kind of I, I don't want to interrupt. The All Cleveland right. Browns should have entertained ideas for trading the number one pick last night in the NFL draft. Cleveland should have
0: taken Saquon Barkley Yes, first. they and should they still have. have gotten their quarterback at four, but we don't need to talk about that because they're the Cleveland Browns. I don't
1: know if they should have taken Saquon one, but they definitely should have waited to take their quarterback at four. So I smacked the mic just yeah, to hit. not right. the mic's
0: fault that Cleveland can't draft. Um, that's about it. I mean, I saw a couple of things on Twitter. There was uh, Jamie arguing with Avalanche fans when that series was still going about how they got their one win and then they went up and got their second win, and that's about it. No, was... it was
1: actually with a listener of the show. Well,
0: yeah, obviously they heard an the Avalanche show. Avalanche fan. They they're not an Avalanche fan. No, I believe it was a Coyotes fan. Oh, okay, well,
1: but, but you know what? They were a loyal listener of the show. Yes. When they're able to quote me back word for word, you can
0: troll me completely because I appreciate I, that. If,
1: if you can get through I commend po- you. Yeah. If you can get through this podcast and then quote me word for word and troll me, I, I'm not even mad at that point. I'm excited.
0: I'm impressed. And I, there's no chance I'll ever be mad if you're going to troll Jamie. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, gentlemen, this was fun. Craig, thanks for your input. Cool. I'm thanks, assuming Craig. he's out buying a new laptop. Is that fair? I would hope so. So he's not plugging so oh, there, like that a typewriter in anymore? Yeah. yeah. It's, good joke. Printer press? It's printer press. Yes. All right. So for Craig Morgan. I'm too
1: young to make references to older things because there are probably other things that I just don't know. Printing
0: press is from like the 1600s, smart guy. Uh, For Jamie Eisner, despite his talking, his (laughs) insistence of talking throughout the podcast. Uh,
1: Geology expert, (laughs) Jamie (laughs) Eisner.
0: For Leftovers, I'm Luke Lipinski. Thanks for listening to the Natural Hattrick Podcast.